it is that time of year, which is back to school. Um, I don't know if you're excited about it or not. I'm actually conflicted. I'm ready for a routine and a cadence, and I actually feel like my kids are kind of ready for it. Some of them are excited, some of them are not, depending on their personalities. Um, But at the same time, I'm like, no, I'm not ready for that. I'm not, but ready or not, here we go, right? So um, the whole goal of this is to walk you through some some ways that you can implement into your own world about how to be back to school effective in the most efficient and inspiring way possible. So regardless if you have kids or if you don't and this back to school maybe is just a a reset and back to life like let me let me redo my cadence from the summer. Um, so whether you have kids or you're not, you can totally pull information out of this that that can inspire you to get organized and back in a routine. So we're going to be going through organization and how that impacts. We're going to be going through systems um, and routines and then um, some some tips on how to use your planner as well as how to use daily systems in place in order to set clear expectations um, to make things happen in the least amount of stressful as possible. That's kind of the goal, right? So let's dive into first talking about organization. So we know that we, like the the common thing is, sure, you have to get organized with the back to school supplies. And um, that's kind of a common thing. But I think a couple, two steps that we don't always uh, do and oversee is organization of their rooms and organization of their clothes. So going through their clothes and making sure um, they can quickly like pick their clothes, lay out their clothes, what doesn't fit in there, take it out. Um, I've got three boys, so I have like a system when one outgrows, I move it into a container, I label the front and it kind of goes to the next. Um, and then when the last one, it's like, okay, that's going to donation. So just making sure you're going through their clothes and their shoes and it's organized and set up so that they can actually take ownership and picking out their clothes, um, a lot of times if there's just too much, you don't even know what to put them in. Um, that happens with me, with my third, because it's he, he gets two, two versions of hand-me-downs. Uh, and then we also do that back-to-school shopping and allow them to pick out a couple clothes or things that are new and exciting, because um, I just think that helps with a new, fresh start as well. So taking some time and going through their clothes and shoes... The other thing is the rooms. Like I actually have was very intentional these last couple of weeks and getting with them and talking with them, each of them individually for their rooms and say, what, where do you have a space to do your homework? Um, do you have a space that inspires you to do your homework? What do you still want to be part of your room? So my middle, my middle son has an adventure room and he, he's like, mom, I love Al. So we were finishing up an art area in his, his room, a collage. And we went through and we picked out quotes and we've picked out some wall art and um, he's been wanting some new shades in his room. So I've ordered shades. Um, and then my oldest, we've, we've ordered some, he's got a sports theme room. We've ordered some quotes um, and made a couple plans to finish out a couple more things. Silas, my youngest, you know, he needed a space for a desk um, and to do his work. So again, just taking some time and it doesn't have to be expensive things, um, just really involving him in the process. A lot of times in the past, I've always been like, this is what I like, so this is what it's going to be. And they're all at their own ages where they um, have these specific personalities and wants and needs. And so I feel like it's important, just like us, 
Um, we have, if we have offices or spaces that inspire us, we're going to be more inspired and feel freer in our own space. So I really just wanted my kids to have spaces that felt like their homes and what that inspired them. So maybe taking a second and and organizing might also just mean cleaning out some clutter. We went through all of our board games and, and stuck them in a specific way. We went through toys and, um, it was amazing. It was amazing what you can do if you bring a trash bag in and be like, all right, any toys that you are not going to be using, could we put in this bag and we're going to go give it to our nephew or our cousin um, or we're going to go donate? Like you would be amazingly surprised how excited they can be and they're putting all this kind of stuff in there. Again, just cleaning out clutter Um, cause if you're like me, like some of that stuff just gets excess, like from birthdays and holidays and again, three boys. So helping them and inspiring them and making them part of the process, both with creating spaces that inspire them and cleaning up any clutter organization within their clothes is a powerful thing. So the next thing, um, I'm going to talk about is systems or routines, So systems um, is chores. So chores are actually something that I didn't do a great job of for a while. Um, I'll be completely honest. I went through a phase where I was just doing things for them. Um, I don't know if it was out of guilt or just like, sometimes it's easier just to do yourself as opposed to try to explain or take the time to show. Or, you know, sometimes it's like, well, if they're cleaning up, are they cleaning it up the right way? Or is it just making more of a mess? And I really like realized uh, through other people showing, I I was doing them no justice. Like chores and systems and responsibilities are part of life. And the only way they're going to be ready for life is to have that implemented. So I was doing them an injustice. So now we have a system for chores depending on their ages, their chores look very differently. And um, in the past, we've always just written them down and um, had those expectations. But I now have a chore chart in my garage that outlines for each of the kids, like what are the chores so they can just mark it off. Again, there's just something so powerful about to-do list and pen and paper and and checking it off. And so we felt like this chore chart um, in a very big visual way would be a win-win with checking that off. So talking about systems um, with, with that, they understand their chores and their expectations on a daily basis on, on what that looks like and, and what they need to do. And that just becomes something that's an expectation for them. And then also talking about what is your systems for homework? So who's going to have homework? What's going to be the time frame to do the homework? Um, you know, what are going to be the expectations? When, when do you get technology time? Is it after? Is it before? Like, you know, all of those things, just really talking through what is going to be the system for getting the homework done, both in time blocking out the evening and what are the expectations for that? Uh, the other quote unquote system or activity or routine to talk about is actually activity. Um, each of my kids are very, very different. Um, some of them d- different sports, different entrants, but I feel like it's, um, it's imperative to making sure they're staying active and involved in something. So each individually we've talked about with, with the kids, like what do they want? What, are, what is their, you know, so making sure that not only are we looking at their activity, but we're looking at our activity, um, you know, making sure we're getting exercise and it could be walking, it could be starting a new gym. So just taking some time with your kids to talk through what is their activity for the next six months and even asking that question to yourself. All right, like I haven't been, for me, I didn't go to the gym much this summer. 
it was just busy and my activity was walking up and down a lot from the lake or doing other things. I mean, I've, I've been active, but it just looked different. But I'm excited actually about going back to school because I'll have more bandwidth to spend on myself a little bit. So making sure um, I'm switching up my activities. So just making sure you're taking time to talk through that with your kiddos. And it might look different for each of them. So another system to talk about is that homework or that artwork that gets sent home. I have a folder that I, I place in um, the office, in the main, the main office in the home, and each of them have a folder. So when I'm going through their book bags, I pull out anything that is artwork that looks like meaningful or to keep or um, any sort of work that shows their ability with writing or anything that you just want to hang on to. So I slide it in those that folder if it's a keep. At the end of the school year, then you can go through that folder and be like, what do we absolutely want to keep? We go through, we keep all of that. We I involve them in that process and I scan that so that I can make a quote unquote photo like yearbook of their artwork. Um, and then I only hang on to like one or two pieces per year That way it's just not all this stuff. So again, it's just creating a system of organization so that you're not creating clutter. So so backing into that, we talked about organizing their rooms. Maybe you also need to pause and organize your space or specific spaces in the house. Um, We took time this last month and organized the garage, which I feel like was like a landing place. It's going to be a landing place for book bags and shoes and that chore chart. Um, and, uh, organizing my office and making sure it's clear on, you know, what I need to be for the kids. So the more organized you are and the less clutter, um, simplicity wins, like simplicity wins. So, uh, maybe when the kids go back to school or involving in the process before you can take some time and just get organized, not only in their rooms, but in your spaces in the home that, uh, help to, produce that cadence of productivity and efficiency. Um, Because the kitchen is also a place for that as well. So talking about that, I'm going to give you guys some tips on how I use my planner to set up expectations and to making sure that we're being um, as organized as possible. Because organization helps to take away stress. Stress is not going to always be gone away, but it does help to do that. So I basically use a weekly planner for my family. It stays on my desk. My kids know where it's at. We use the monthly overviews to plan out our months, the games, the practices, the doctor's appointments, the family dinners, the we're going to do this as a family, we're going out, like those types of things. Then every Sunday I plan out meals for the week and I'm looking at the schedule for the week. So I'm time blocking out the schedule so that they clearly know like, okay, let's do spaghetti on this night or we're going to have salmon on this night. That backs into the weekly grocery list. It's a tear out grocery list that we have in our start system. Um, And so when the kids get home, they're like, what's for dinner? Like they don't even, they know where that is. We've already talked about that. You've been efficient with your time. You've already got what you need. That weekly grocery list is... Um, was was prepared in the kitchen because you knew what you had and you didn't have, so you're not buying excess and overage. And of course, just a little tip is my my rule is always cook once, eat twice. So um, making sure that you're having, uh, you know, maybe you cook chicken for one night, and you have chicken salads the next night, those types of things. And so have a having a day to get organized um, and setting clear expectations for the week and time blocking out the week um, can 
be very, very helpful. And part of that winning in that is being clear with the kids, like sitting down and, and talking through that, which is that chore chart and the time blocking and the activities they're going to be doing. Um, because they don't necessarily know what to do unless we clearly, <laughs> clearly map it out for them. So that's why that planner really, really helps for me. So the weekly planner is a must. That's why I use the academics. So I'm on the same schedule as my kiddos. And then I use my quarterly planner for um, my business, my to-do list, my time blocking. They don't need to see all of those things. So that's why I use that quarterly and it goes with me everywhere. My weekly planner stays at home. Um, so yeah, so this is just some back to school, um, tips and whether you, like I said, whether you have kids or not, there was so much information that you can kind of, I hope use this to inspire yourself to kind of get organized and to reset. And I will share a lot of these projects that we've wrapped up. I'm, I'm looking forward to a new routine, a new cadence. I'm not really looking forward to everything back to school, but ready or not, back to school is happening. And I hope that you can pull out some tips um, and inspiration here that can help you and your kids and your family thrive. Because planning is the whole reason to be plan, the whole reason we get organized and I believe in like the whole reason we do that is backing into simplicity is so that we can succeed. And when I say we, it's, it's us, it's our family units and it's them as well. Um, so I hope you guys all have an amazing back to school year filled with lots of learning and success and organization. Um, hope you guys have an amazing week and that's it. Have a great day. You can find any links discussed in this podcast in the description below. If you like this episode, please leave us a review and hit the subscribe button. It helps us so much. You can listen on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. We are here weekly with brand new episodes. See you guys soon.